Welcome to episode two of I'm Literally Just a Girl. I am here with my great friend, Mr. Latino. Uh, me and him met on TikTok, and he's my TikTok friend. Um, hi, Mr. Latino. Hey, Mina. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm doing great. I'm ready. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You're on TikTok, right? Yes, I am on TikTok. Are you on any other platforms that you do content in? I also do have an Instagram. Okay, and what's your Instagram? My Instagram is Mr. Latino NPC. It's the same thing as my TikTok. Okay, so they can find you on TikTok and Instagram as Mr. Latino NPC, right? Correct. Okay, and tell me, what's your favorite food? My favorite food in reality is sushi. That's what I like. Okay, and how old are you? I am 33 years old. I forgot about it. And what's your ethnicity? I am Mexican and I'm from Alpa Zacatecas. And when you were um, when you were a kid, what did you want to be as a as an adult? When I wanted to, when I was a kid, I actually wanted to be a third grade teacher. That's exciting. Is that all you ever wanted to be, or were there like other things that you also wanted to be? I honestly wanted to be like a therapist too. Like I always knew that I wanted to help out people in whatever space they were in life. Do you live in the U.S.? Um, yes, I do live in the U.S. Uh, what state? I live in California. Okay, okay, you're living the California life. That's awesome. Do you like it there? Honestly, everybody expects me to say yes, but I would rather live in the. I would rather live like in a. Like in a little ranchito, you get me like in a little. Okay. Kind of like yes. you, yeah. Yeah, I go in a ranchito too. I I want a farm so I could have a lot of animals. Yes, that would be nice too. To be honest. Mhm. Do you have any pets? I don't have any pets, but I did used to have pets. Are you a cat or a dog person? That's actually hard because I love both animals. Like, my favorite cat is a Sphinx cat, but then I also do love dogs. So I don't have, like, a preference. And do you like pizza or tacos? Honestly, I like tacos. Pizza, to me, tastes like if I'm eating cardboard. That's just <laughs> my personal. My personal. Um, yeah. And do you have any favorite tacos? Yes, I do love um, tacos de suadero, but they have to be, the suadero has to be very crispy. What is suadero? Suadero is like the left side of the cow, but it's like the better, tender, more richer area. Hmm, okay. I don't know if I've ever tried that in my whole life. Yeah. Like, I, I know I've heard tacos de suadero before, but I just, I can't picture what it looks like. It looks like asada, but it's like a little more squarer and more like, it's more like, la carne está más fina, because asada is kind of like more squishy. Okay. I don't know, it's just like, yeah. What kind of content do you make on TikTok? On TikTok, I kind of do a role play. I wouldn't consider myself an, MP, an NPC because I feel like 
NPCs kind of like in a way repeat themselves and I wouldn't consider myself an AI because I'm not repeating the gifts over okay so you role play and then people just join you and they go along with it yes so according to people start writing I kind of role play and I pick up from that so for example if somebody were to be like Mr. Latino I'm running up are you really get hurt your mom's gonna come at me and I'm gonna be mad at me we're not having that so you better stop running oh <laughs> that's funny and do you have a lot of regulars that come and see you um like daily I actually do and that's like the blessing part because it's sometimes I start to think like what is it of me that the student I refer myself to my followers I never re- like refer to them as followers to me they're like my students I feel like when I do see them come back and I do see the regulars, it's like, why do they get me? Like, what's so interested about seeing somebody sometimes like scream at you guys so we're having detention? But I guess it has like a, it affects everybody in a different way. Some people are, that are, that they're little kids and they were once little kids. And as the teenagers, they kind of have fun because it reminds them of how crazy they would act if they could act like that when they were in school. Okay, yeah, that that does sound like very fun. Do you do anything else other than TikTok? Do you have like another job? I actually do. I actually work as a chef. Do you ever role play as a chef? Um, I actually never had to be honest. That would be very easy to do and very. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. How would your parents describe what you do on TikTok? Honestly, truthfully, I never really had that as referring as parents. My mom, because my mom is like my mom and dad. I've always have had a saying saying that yo nunca tuve padre, pero tengo mucha madre. It's like my mom. But I honestly think my mom loves what I'm doing as in general. Because as in TikTok, my mom is very happy. Told me that um, before she was suffering because her parents passed away, and she was so sad because every day would take her grandkids to school, she would end up being home, and she would end up dealing with her like you know mental health, thinking about how she missed her parents and stuff like. That. No longer here, and as she watches my TikTok, because she's very almost there in every class. She always tells me that it uplifts her and it makes her feel proud how all the students are literally telling me all these positive things, how they love me, how I'm motivated. Oh, that's beautiful. So your mom, your mom is a follower on your, on your TikTok? Yes, yeah, she's actually a follower and my sister too. And they both go there randomly and my sister drops gifts and my mom goes there and my sister was actually the first person that started giving me gifts when I started TikTok. It was very overwhelming to see that my small little finally, finally has a job and she's actually supporting me with the money that she's actually making. Like, it makes me feel... Yeah. Um, how long ago did you start doing this role-playing thing on TikTok? I actually started not that long ago. It's really been like four months. But it has feel like I've already been doing it for a long time. Okay, and 
And before that, how long do you remember when was the first time you downloaded the TikTok app? I actually do. Like, I downloaded the app four years ago. And I got canceled four years ago. And I never thought that I was going to do it no more. Because at that time, I was already getting close to 10,000 followers. And I did everything within a month. And I was so happy. But once I got canceled from TikTok, I'm like, I'm never going to do this anymore. I can't believe they canceled my whole account. And I literally was getting like 500 followers every day. And then it just got gone. And so I was very upset. And until really right now, maybe like four months ago, I was going through some situation where I was very depressed. I felt like, you know what, like I would stay late nights looking at people's TikToks. And I would tell myself like one of these days, I should start doing TikTok again. And I seen this um, teacher that her name is uh, Miss Ratter Ratterson. And she basically was doing the, the a, like the, NPC school teacher and I was like wow like I like how she's role playing I love how she's making people laugh maybe I could try that and I tried it four months ago and eventually one night I ended up my life and when I ended up my life I walked out and I started to see that I ended up making $20 which is not about the money but then I also gained 200 students and I was like wow I can't believe that this just happened to me tonight and ever since then, I tried it the second day and I started getting more students the third day. And it kind of became like a, like it helped me with my mental state. And it kind of made me feel happy to make other people happy and to make other people understand that there is people like me that are going through a lot of depression, that are going through a lot of things, but no matter what, we don't give up. And helping other people with bad situations that I was going through kind of made me feel like I'm doing something good and I finally found something that I want to I want to make a career of because I enjoy making others feel happy and it feels good to make other people feel happy if you ask me that's what makes me feel happy okay so my next question was what do you love the most about TikTok but you pretty much said that you love making people happy right yes I, I enjoy making people happy it makes it, it makes me feel happy at night to go to sleep to know that somebody's day was made because of my presence. For me, spreading some positivity, especially in a world right now that it's hard to live for positivity when everything is negative around you. Okay, so what do you think your students like the most about you? I just think they love my personality. Like, I think what they love about me is that they see me as this person that's a life coach that is literally spreading truth to them, that is literally telling the youth that they could become whatever they want to become. Like, because growing up, I remember that they would tell me, oh, you could become a teacher, you could become an astronaut, you're going to become a fireman, a cop. And nowadays, the youth doesn't really have that no more. So I think what they what they, uh, they love about me is that even though they see that I'm struggling, little by little, my life is getting better. So with that encouragement, it pushes them to keep on going as well. So I think what they love about me is like the encouragement, just like me being my normal self, you get me? Like whether in times I'm role playing and I'm screaming at them, telling them not to behave good, or in times where they come in the class and they tell me like, I'm going through a sad day, this happened to me, and I could just give them some good positive energy. I feel that's what they love about me, like the energy. Okay. Um. Um, are there any any other 
um, TikTok creators that you look up to, like other teachers, maybe? If I could be honest to you, I really look up to you, Mina, a lot. Like in TikTok, I truthfully, I'm not just saying that because you're the one, like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm being the one in, in this uh, podcast with you today, but I truthfully do mean that. Like in the beginning when I started TikTok, I would literally, I started doing TikTok kind of like doing grow host where you basically give money to other content so they can start helping you grow your account either by pinning your name or by simply like giving you shout outs and I did end up getting to a thousand followers like that and I'm not embarrassed to say that because that's how I ended up getting my live access and after that I ended up getting my own followers but if the person that I look up to honestly would be you because I remember when I met you on TikTok I didn't even have a lot of following a lot of students there and I would go to your live and just by simply you talking to me it was like wow not all the tiktokers are stuck up not all the tiktokers are just trying to get your money like there's legit people that want to interact with you that they'll ask you how's your day going and that's one of my biggest you know contributions that I would tell myself as me getting to the next stage and actually stop being shy on camera because i was shy on camera and just seeing how you actually got on camera and talked to people like it was normal kind of like made me feel more comfortable recording on live and honestly truthfully i would also look up to this teacher her name is miss ocean i consider her as my mentor because she has been the one that has guided me on how to I access my PayPal account, how certain things on TikTok are changing. She actually comes and motivates me and always tries to guide me in the right direction. And she has a bright, wonderful positivity vibe up to her. And I also look up to Miss Char, which she's also another TikToker and she does role play as well as Miss Ocean. And basically we're like a school faculty, we're like a team, you get me? And what I love Miss Char is that she has this whole concept that nobody should mess with her pink shoes and she makes it very funny and she dresses up and she does different role plays she wants to show be wearing a wig so her humor is what really makes me love her a lot and she's very sweet she's very nice and another person that i also really truthfully appreciate a lot is my manager Anita because she's been the one that has been pushing up my merchandise so i love her as a tiktok when she does go live I do go into her lives. I do try to give her the same support because no matter what, we're all a family in this. And another person that I do truthfully look up to on TikTok is Officer Lisa. She is somebody that's a veterinarian, another veterinarian, veteran. Sorry guys, <laughs> a veteran, a veteran that has actually been through so many things in life and she's still so positive and she always goes to every room of every teacher and she's always supporting them to the point that in times she'll be not even having money to go to her job on an Uber that she has to walk it but that's how much she truthfully like supports the stack of the the staff of the, the school teacher and honestly Lisa's amazing and Obviously, there's other people out there that I do appreciate, like Miss Judy, Mr. Baker, obviously, uh, Miss Tam Tam. Uh, there's a bunch of them, but the list is so on, you get me? But yeah. Do you see yourself in TikTok long, ter long term? Honestly, truthfully, if I could tell you the truth, I see TikTok as my career because me working as a chef, I love being a chef, but I'm working for somebody else's dream. 
obviously I could get replaced any time of the moment and I would have to go find another job and do the same thing over again because that's the field that I love to do. But I see TikTok as a long run because the way that I take TikTok is like, it's so crazy how you could connect yourself online. Like for example, last time I connected myself on live and literally in less than 15 minutes, I made $250. Nobody's gonna pay me $250 in 15 minutes anywhere. So the way that I see is like for spreading positivity, I'm getting paid to make people feel better, feel happy, encourage them. So I'm literally getting paid for kind of like bringing a preacher first, preaching positivity, for acting, making people laugh, for rapping, like everything that I love to do, I'm getting paid for. So I see TikTok as a long run because I feel like I'm barely growing right now. I barely have four months, but the genuine love that I receive from the students makes me feel so happy. Like that energy makes me feel that right now I'm gonna, I'm hitting my milestone, which is 10,000 followers, but for, I see myself having millions. And when this happened, I'm always gonna look back and I'm always gonna think about my journey, which is how you were there in the beginning, how the teachers were there supporting me, how my manager was there. And I'm gonna look at the greatness of how far I went and I'm gonna be happy that I made it. So I see TikTok for the long run. I see it as my lifestyle now, to be honest. Okay, I love that. Okay, so if TikTok disappears tomorrow, how would you feel? I honestly will feel sad, but I would take in my heart every person that I encourage, everyone that I made fun of. Not fun of my bad, that I I, I got to like, you know, like, like make laugh. Yeah. Or like that I that they got to laugh of whatever I was putting out there. I would take that in and it would make me feel happy, but I wouldn't stop because then that's what I'm trying to connect my Instagram. That's what I'm trying to make the YouTube. That's what I'm trying to mention myself, how to make a podcast. Because I want to continue going. To me, TikTok is like a platform where I get to be myself. It's kind of like a like a TV stage where I just go in there and I kind of like act up and they see me and it connects them to other platforms. And I just want to branch out. I don't see me as just doing TikTok either. I see me as a celebrity, a celebrity that everybody wanted to, to want it to become people change i don't want to change i'm for the people i'm one of the people how many hours do you think you spend like a day or a week on tiktok coming out of work at 2 30 and i end up recording at four to six which that's already two hours but also record from one to three which is already like like another two hours which is four and then i record that i'm going to my job from four to six which is another six two hours so every day i hours on tiktok Okay. TikTok takes a lot of time from your life, then. And, and you have another full-time job, right? How many hours do you work yes, your full-time have a, job? Like a day? Eight hours? I work about seven hours and a half to eight hours. Still, like, a lot of, like, 12 hours working straight, pretty much, right? Or more? Yes. Like, I, I learn to sleep according to when I have time. Like, I learned to sleep. Like, if I have three hours right now, I'm going to sleep three hours. If I have two hours before I go to work, I'm going to sleep for two hours. Like, literally, like, my life has shifted from not having anything to do to now literally telling myself. I could tell now why celebrities go crazy. They hardly sleep. They overwork. And they're doing this. They're doing that. Think you have any TikTok haters? Oh, I know. 
teachers. I know that for a matter of fact. And it's one of the teachers that she's on top that I'm not going to say her name. But I'm glad that I have her because every single person to my page and she's lurking. And I know she's lurking. It makes me feel happy because I believe people that are lurkers that go to your page and they're seeing any little negative thing that they could see to kind of point that at you. Loki, they're fans because... How are they a fan? Because I would not go to see somebody else's page if I didn't hate them for a reason. So I do feel like I have haters, but that encourages me to keep on making more contact, keep on being more well, keep on being more myself. And you know that one saying that they say that if you're not doing nothing good, you don't have no haters. But the only thing that I can tell my haters is to keep on hating because at the end of the day, that hatred is motivating me while you're actually having so much hate and you're carrying that inside you and that could hurt somebody. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm good while they're over there being this. I feel like they look at my page and they see how in their lives they have to be role-playing seriously. They're always grumpy all the time. And with me, you go to my life, I have people going in there saying, I'm a gangster. You can't do nothing. I'm going to be like, no gangsters allowed here. You shouldn't be a gangster. And they see how in times I be dancing. There's this song called Lean Like a Cholo. Like I'll be dancing <laughs> in my classroom to the students, you know. And they see how I'm having so much fun. And I feel like they want to be like that. But their character is like, I have to do everything to perfection. So I cannot act like that. And that's kind of sad because if you have a platform, you shouldn't be acting serious every single time. Don't take life serious. Life is too short. You have to enjoy what you do. And I feel that this content creator has more followers than me, has a bigger platform. And it's okay because at the end of the day, they come up to me and they tell me, Mr. Latino, I love you for being a nice person. I love you for being there when I needed you. So it's like I'm getting the love and they're getting the money. And let them take the money because the money will come to me because God will always provide for me no matter what. But I feel like the love that I'm getting for the students, that is worth more than whatever money the other person is making. Because I know for a matter of fact, the other person's wishes, somebody was telling them that they love them and everything. And this person actually doesn't want to care for families. They say that TikTok shouldn't be having any families because it causes a lot of trouble. To me, honestly, truthfully, I do believe that TikTok is my family because every single time that I go to work, those co-workers to me are like my family because I have to be there again. Since I'm being visible on TikTok, then those people, those students are my family too. So they see me as a brother. They see me as a cousin. They see me as a father in times too. And I embrace it and I don't care because at the end of the day, I know for a matter of fact that even if their parents saw my life, they would honestly, truthfully be okay with it because I'm not here corrupting the youth. I'm here motivating everybody, uplifting them, letting them know that they could do whatever they put their mind to. Um, and what's the biggest gift you've ever gotten? I actually feel very happy that you asked this question because when I started doing TikTok, I started receiving little small gifts, which I still appreciate with all my heart. Because in TikTok, there's gifts like with one cent, 10 cents, nine cents. But the biggest TikTok gift that every creator wants to get is the TikTok universe, which is basically almost a $500 gift. So somebody truthfully has to believe in you in order to drop that much money on you or they have to see something in you or you spark the fire in them that they're like, whoa, I'm going to send in this gift. 
and I actually have received the TikTok universe and it was actually last weekend and I was at work and I connected and on my 15 minute break, one of my um, students, his name is Steve, actually gave me a TikTok universe and he also has blessed me with a leopard. He has also blessed me with uh, a lion, which is basically gifts that people don't get and some of them end up getting these gifts after a year two years there's content creators that i know that have 300,000 followers and they still haven't even got that so for me to get that big huge gift that was a blessing i literally cried like if you go to the tiktok and you go to my videos on my page you can see me literally my genuine reaction like i cried because i was like wow i never thought that i was gonna get a tiktok universe this early of my career like it makes me feel so happy like and to even have my merchandise within four months that i've been doing this and to even have a video that has like almost 90k views it makes me feel happy and now that i'm gonna get to 10k i feel even more honored because more doors are gonna open i'm gonna get a little box next to my videos that people could donate whatever they want so the biggest gift I've gotten is the TikTok universe, and I felt really, really blessed that day that I got that gift. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good. I'm sure you're going to get more TikTok universe in the future, too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you mentioned your merch. Where can people find your merch at? Honestly, I think the website is High Onyx. Don't quote me on this because I'm all new to this, too. But if you, don't, you go to my TikTok page, you go to the first video that's pinned the website is literally there so i'm, I'm thinking that it's high onyx but it, don't quote me like i said go to my tiktok page and check for yourself and the website is there and on the website i do sell aprons i do have sweaters i do have shirts and some of them are with the phrases that i say in my classroom like i have a shirt that says get your kitty paws off of me and there's like two, a cat with a little kitty paws Basically, when somebody sends me a gift of them scratching me, I always tell them, get your kitty paws off of me. Take your cat out of here. Your cat is ugly. Why are you bringing it in the classroom? You get me? So it's like little sayings. And I also have another one that says, I'll get a restraining order on you. Because every time somebody follows me on my TikTok, I kind of say that. I'm like, you shouldn't be following the teacher. If you follow me, I'm going to get a restraining order on you. So it's kind of like makes the audience laugh. You get me? Your link, the link to your your merch is gonna be on the bio if anybody is interested in buying his merch i'm gonna put it on the bio um and do you have any any other special talents other than role playing well i love to rap i love to write poetry and i love to write music so to me writing and rapping and making music has always been my dream but having my kids i kind of had to retreat from that because you have to invest money while you're being an artist sometimes people think that everything is making money no you're spending money you're spending time to go to the studio you're paying 100 150 to be recording for two three hours so it's expensive but to me my other talent is making music like that's what I like to do. And that's what I'm planning to do in this year. Sometime around this year, I want to put in a mixtape out there, which I'm going to include my best friend, Tim Hayes, which is Manny. He has always been with me all along since we've been young. We've been making music together. And he is like my best friend. He's like my brother. And that's the next thing for me. Like 
would be to make music and put it out there so people could get to see now that I have a platform, it's easier for me to get people to view my things. So now I could go and make my music and now other people could listen to what I'm making. And the type of music that I love to do is just basically motivational music. People that could listen to something and literally get them thinking like, wow, I can't believe that I felt like this and I was going through this. And somebody is literally speaking about my situation right now and he's doing good and he got there and I could get there. So I love to make rap and I love to, to rap and I love to write poetry. That's what gets, what, that's actually what helps me out with my depression when I'm depressed, just writing down and reading everything that I'm going through and to be able to put that in a song and motivate somebody else that's that's amazing too okay so tell me more about about your your music life um when did you start making music for the first time i started making music i think it was kind of like when i was 21 years old i always knew that i would write poetry and lyrics and i would always be like i want to do this and i want to do that because it's funny i started wanting to become a singer But I didn't have the singing voice. I didn't know how to keep a pitch tone or, you know, none of that. So one friend actually, when I was 16, she was like, you should become a rapper. Your voice is deep. I think you can make it. And I was like, well, I'll give it a try. So I remember growing up, I used to listen to Eminem and how I was so used to listening to um, Los Temerarios, Los Johnnies, Los Bookies, Selena, all my moms, you know, every music growing up while she would be cleaning the house you get me and as i got older and i started listening to other music like rock and other stuff like eminem like i kind of build up my own way of doing things but when i started making music and the first time i was 21 i was uploading my videos through my spotify and obviously they were not that perfect and at that time i hopefully don't wish my songs get released because I was rapping about things that I shouldn't be rapping or doing, but now that I'm older, like, I really care about what I put out there for the youth, because like I said, I don't want to corrupt the youth, I want to motivate them. Uh, do you have, like, a rapper name? I actually do, my rapper name is Brother Unique, which is B-R-O-T-H-A, because it's brother, because I feel like, you know, We're all brothers in some sort of way and unique is about y-o-u-n-i-q-u-e because i feel like it has never been a you way that a unique is about is that way because at the end of the day i'm building my own family tree i'm building people where if i get anywhere in life thanks to you guys like i also want to give a shout out to president which his name is josh gonzalez shout out to Garcia, which is the vice president of the classroom and the class president. They have been very contributors, like big people that have helped me out because every classroom does class. And I also want to give a shout out to my manager, um, Lauren, which is my second manager. And where do you see yourself in five years? Five years, I see my home coming out of my house walking down into a car obviously i'm gonna have a body like that's gonna be behind the car behind my seat and next to me i want my brother to be and i want my brother to get his um gun permit i wanted to get like you know i want him to go with me and get paid for just being my brother and going 
driving me everywhere. I see my mom get being more financially stable because I'm gonna give her a salary. I see having like property, which is like a store. My godmother and my friends see me as a person. As TikTok is like an open gate for me, an opportunity that if I give it my all, there's gonna be a chance that I'm gonna finally be able to just connect on TikTok for two, two three hours and I'm gonna get my bank and now I could enjoy the rest of my day with my two beautiful girls and, and, and just go out there and tour and have fun and get to travel and get to kind of gain my back that I didn't, my life back that I didn't have as a little kid, you get me? Because we being Mexican, they always tell us you're not, you can't make it here. They're not going to take you serious. Oh, you're over here, you're lazy. You're over here stealing everybody's jobs. Like, it's, it, but I see me as a founder. Like, I want to be the one to make sure that if all my family, all my and that pushes me even more because even though right now it's just an illusion, it's just a vision, it's just a dream. In five years, I know it's going to happen because I'm going to try my best to make it happen. And I have God by my side. And the next question is like totally not related, but how would you try to survive a zombie apocalypse? I think the way that I would do it is I'm picking up rocks, I'm picking up, I'm making like sharp knives, I'm getting a tree and I'm sharpening it, I'm going to go make a dagger out of it like i'm gonna make sure that to the tallest place ever where people can't come or simply i'll probably try to hide myself under a cage i'll go down a sewer i don't know what i'm gonna do but i'm not gonna go down without a fight because why did i come to this world just to go away what do you see as a red flag in a relationship a red flag i think a red flag for me the biggest red flag is when I see people using their phone and they're just smiling and giggling, and then you ask them also, oh, why are you so happy about it? And they hide the phone or they simply like, you know, pretend like you didn't ask them that question and continue going on like you didn't ask them. They were I see that as a red flag. It means that you are with somebody. Obviously you have to trust them. They're not going to do nothing. It's not about trust issues, but it's like, why are you hiding your phone? And it's like, don't do something that you think is good but it's looking bad you get me like i see that as a red flag and do, do you believe in mythical creatures i actually do i believe that there is unicorns i do believe that there's aliens and i think we would be so dumb to believe that we're just living in this little world here where no other beings being alive like think about it to me if you see a little ant they're leaving the ant world like everything is big for them when you're a woman is pregnant and they have a baby that's another life inside another world because that's in a womb so that's you know so i see like world i do believe in mystical creatures because i don't believe us human beings are the only source here there's other sources out there too on the water on the sky on whatever planet there is there's more life to earth and if you were to become a person of the opposite gender for a whole day what would you do honestly i would start i think that i would start my own if i was founded with money i would start my own campaign i would literally tell every female you know what you guys have to believe in yourself you're a boss sorry for cussing students 
I'll be like, you a boss ass bitch. Nobody's gonna tell you what the hell to do. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna make sure this all these females know that they thanks to them, guys are being born here. They are creators, they are mentors, they're amazing. Like I am a female, I could create. I'm like mother, you know, like mother earth, like I can create stuff. So I would just encourage females that day to just be their authentic self and to understand that without females, there is nobody in this world that's gonna survive. So they're the creators. So I think that guys should just respect them and treat them and honor them. So that's what I would do. I would start a foundation where I can motivate other females to embrace them, feminicity and embrace them being females and to believe that they are beautiful in this world. So how did you come up with the name Mr. Latino NPC? How did it's it all start? Funny. It's actually funny because at the time the AI trend was hitting, so everybody was getting gifts and they were saying, thank you for the rose, thank you for the rose, thank you for this, thank you for that. And I was like, I can't be repeating these gifts because this nonsense to me. Like people are just giving them money just to give them money at this point. And they're just saying, thank you for the money, thank you for the money. The way with me, I created the name Mr. Latino NPC because I actually wanted to put the NPC in the beginning because that's what I thought that I wanted to head to be like an NPC. But then one time I realized that it, I had spelled it wrong and I put MPC and all along I thought it was MPC, not NPC. So then later on, I kind of laughed about it and I was like, you know what? Well, the M could stand for Mexican, the P could stand for pride and the C could stand for culture. So Mr. Latino NPC got created because I am Mexican, I am Latino, and I am proud, and I love being part of a Mexican culture. You get me? Okay, I love that. I didn't, I did not know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's awesome. And I have one last question before we end this. I've also noticed that, um, I don't know if it's still your name on TikTok, but I've noticed like a few months ago. That your username was something like um, TikTok notification or alert or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us about that? Okay, so before I became a teacher and got known like that, Mr. Latino was a troll. <laughs> I literally used to go by the name of Miss um, Take uh, TikTok alert because I used to go to people's lives and when I would be bored, I'll seem like I was TikTok myself. And I'll be like, if you don't end this life, I'm, your life is going to be deleted in the next five minutes. And people would literally get scared and be like, Yanks, I'm going to leave. And it's like, now that I'm a big content creator, I see people doing that on my life. And I'm like, really, bro? Really? I used to do this. Like, you're not going to trick me. You're not TikTok. And so. Oh, that's funny. Okay, I think that's all I have for today. Thank you so much, Mr. Latino, for coming into my pod podcast and answering my questions. I appreciate you. And I just want to tell every student out there to keep on believing on your dream. Never give up. To always try to be your authentic self. To know that things are not just going to always stay the same. If you give life your best, life will give you its best fruit, which is life. You have to learn how to live life in order to be. Okay, thank you again, Mr. Latino. And that was all for um, I'm Literally Just a Girl. And a uh, new episode on Thursday. Come back on Thursday for Therapy Thursday. And that's all. Bye, everyone.
Bye, guys.